What happened first, your period or your depression? Depression. <laughs> I was... Uh, hello, everybody. Do you want to know when I became a woman? Welcome to Nerves of Steel podcast. I am Alex. I'm Jill. We have a question. Do you ever feel sad about the world and stuff? We certainly do. Which is why we are bringing you this podcast. This is Nerves of Steel, hosted by Alex and Jill. Who are Alex and Jill? Great question. (laughs) That's a very fair question. Very fair question. Uh, we are lifelong friends hailing from the Steel City, Pittsburgh, oh, PA. Pittsburgh, PA, as I sip an icy light. Oh, it's quite a delight. <laughs> so who are we? Let's start off by listing the things we are We are not. We are not medical professionals. We are not life coaches. We are not therapists. None of the above. Uh, but things that we are... Friends. Aww. <laughs> um, unabashed millennials. Pursuers of mental stability. People who genuinely love to laugh and try to make others as well. And I am hungover. <laughs> and is, we... <laughs> that is a certain thing right now. Certainty. And we are your hostesses with the mostesses. Yes, we are. We are here to talk love. Loss. Trials. Tribulations. <laughs> And navigating a post-truth world. Hashtag deep. That is so deep. We hope by uh, sharing all that we've gone through and that we're currently going through, uh, we'll provide a small refuge for whatever your current chaos is. Yeah, we are here for us, but we are also here for you. So, Alex, can you uh, say why? Why should anybody listen to you? That's, you know, again, another fair question. (laughs) Um, and I'm, I hope I do a decent job uh, portraying this. Uh, so my name is Alex. I am 27 years ripe. Is that a thing people say? Sure. Okay. Um, I grew up in Pittsburgh. I have an older brother. I have two great parents who are luckily still together in this chaotic world. And I'm very fortunate for the upbringing that I had. I went to private Catholic grade school and high school. And I went to Pitt for college, and I just happened to be battling depression and anxiety pretty much the entire time. I was formally diagnosed, I believe, in the sixth grade with depression and anxiety. And so ever since then, it has been a quite a long journey of figuring out what works for me, going to different therapists not going to different therapists, finding things that work for me that help me get by daily, monthly, yearly. And thankfully, I have made a lot of progress. And I find myself more often in good places than bad places, generally. But as you guys will hear, literally outside... (laughs) You can hear, it's Bloomfield, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. There's never somebody not doing something obnoxious outside, so welcome. Uh, But as you will hear through my stories, uh, when, you know, what I struggle more with, what I struggle less with, um, 
when it's debilitating, when it's not debilitating, and you'll also hear, you know, what maybe has happened to me more recently that has triggered and sparked more of my depression and anxiety, but, you know, really happy with the progress that I'm making and moving forward. So that is me in a nutshell. Jill, who are you and why should I listen to you at all? It's totally fair. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I? Um, so like Alex, I am born and raised in Pittsburgh. Um, recently turned 28. Holla. Holla. Dollar make me holla. Mm-hmm. 28, 20, great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's That's something. comforting as it's I approach that. <laughs> that I know at least it's 20, great. It's 20, great, y'all. <laughs> I, um, was raised in a very supportive family. Two parents that are still together and... Thankfully, still here. Two older siblings, one of whom just brought a brand new life into the world. Oh, it's so fresh. So fresh. <laughs> so I am now also an aunt, along with all other roles that I play. Yeah. Um, and I have a great family, great upbringing. Also went to um, great meaning, just fortunate, and um, have a lot of support. Uh, also went to private Catholic school growing up. Alex and I went to the same high school. Uh, went to a university. Uh, went to Penn State. We are. Um, Not. <laughs> Sorry, there's an underlying Pitt-Penn State rivalry sitting Oh, across. it's so thick in our in our friendship. Yes, it's it ruined so many things. Yeah. I'm, I hope you can hear me rolling my eyes about this. Yes. Continue. <laughs> so, um, throughout that whole time, though, I felt really good about life and circumstances and mental health and everything I was accomplishing and doing and really felt like I was just a go with the flow type of person, very happy-go-lucky and couldn't understand why people were like, oh, this is so hard, like life's difficult, I'm stressed. I was like, I don't get why you're stressed. Like like, straight up, that's kind of how I felt um, for the first like 23 years of my life. Um, Hey, that's cool. It was cool. Um, And after that, after graduating college, I realized that the world is hard. (laughs) The world is hard. The world's hard. And um, sort of broke away from my different support networks and wanted to branch out on my own and uh, went through different stages in life uh, that I'll get into more when we talk about different topics. But it led me to six months ago being told by my PCP that I too suffer from depression and anxiety. Um, that this is something a part of me, like millions of others um, throughout the world, and especially in America, I think like it's a pretty um, epidemic. Yeah, prominent. Prominent epidemic. Could you call it an epidemic? Like we said, we're not medical professionals, yeah. so I don't really know we can what say qualifies. whatever we want. Sure, it is an epidemic. <laughs> it's an epidemic. Yes. Um, but that was my first uh, recognition that I too could have something actively working against me within my own self. Um, so coming to terms with that, recognizing uh, that there are barriers for myself to overcome, and also feeling like I was. The oldest kid at the party. <laughs> um, that everybody... I love that so much. I hate, I'm sorry that that's how you feel, but I love that analogy. But that's exactly yeah, how I felt. Yeah. I was just like, why am I here? Why did I show up so late? Why didn't I realize? Everybody's hanging out without me. <laughs> everybody has already figured out their like favorite drink, their favorite chip. They have a place to sit. <laughs> like I just showed up and I'm like, what am I doing? Like what? 
why yes. am I so late? Yeah. Um, but basically feeling like other people had gone through this in their, like, early teens and in college and in, like, highly transitional times in their lives. And I was sort of just behind the curve. And I went through, like, a really difficult phase of not understanding that and not really feeling like anybody else had had a similar um, situation. So I am putting this out here, and I came to Alex to put, like, we came to this podcast uh, to be a source of refuge for people going through this. And for me personally, for anybody who is going through it at a time in their life when they feel like they're too old to be going through it, that they should have yeah. recognized this earlier or they should have understood things about themselves earlier. And, and it's a frustrating process. Yeah. You know, receiving that diagnosis and then being like, what do I do, though? Mm-hmm. What do I do now? What do I do? I don't... I'm yeah. also, like, somebody who isn't a big fan of prescription medication or, yeah. like, taking yeah. a lot of medicines or anything like that. So, um, dealing with this in the best way I know how and hoping that my experience can help other people go through this because I don't see it really lightening anytime soon in our society. Things yeah. just seem to get crazier and crazier each day on the news. So, um, this podcast serves as a little bit of a touch with reality. Like, we are not people talking to you from the other side of the struggle. We are yeah. very much still going through stuff, still trying to figure out our lives and hopefully being successful in whatever that means. Yeah. Um, we're not, like, outstandingly wealthy people living <laughs> in beautiful mansions. Lavish. Lavish mansions. I know. You don't think this is lavish? You don't I do think this is lavish. Okay. But All right. it could be bigger and closer to a beach. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yes. You are so right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's quite all right. I'm, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> and, and Jill offers up that interesting perspective of, you know, maybe you don't feel like it's warranted or whatever. You're navigating this new thing in your life as you're, you know, more of an adult than as opposed to me, who is somebody who now just has become a professional coper and living my everyday life fine but there's just this part of me that I try not to let take over my life and it did at one point it doesn't anymore but every now and then it comes back with a vengeance and so just navigating that walking on eggshells type mental stability is is so interesting and I don't it's not always that way it's not always walking on eggshells but it is always a concern and I don't think anybody who would who interacts with either of us would ever be like oh that's a that's a sad child (laughs) yeah um because I I do think we are both inherently humorous outgoing people who feed off of other people's energy and like to be around people but it doesn't mean we're not struggling any more or less than anybody who does not have that energy to socialize or be around people uh so we both are interesting little anomalies of as i think everybody is everybody Mm -hmm. has their peculiar peculiarities is that a word it is okay (laughs) and so we are offering up these really you know unique perspectives and this is something we would have wanted to listen to when we were in the trenches so we hope that you can take some solace in our stories and what has worked for us, what has not worked for us, and how we are navigating daily. 
Yeah, and just recognize that you're not alone. Your struggle is unique, but... Um, struggling is not unique. Struggling is not. Uh, pain is not. And it doesn't need to be taken on by yourself. Yeah. Um, and navigating this world as a millennial... Is, is so difficult. Uh, torturous at times. Social yeah. media only enhances that. But guess what? But ironically, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram. So... <laughs> If you feel so inclined, please follow us on the gram at Nerves of Steel Podcasts. You can find updates from us. We'll post, you know, when we post a new episode, some fun pics, some inspirational stuff, some not so inspirational stuff. And yeah. and if you have any inquiries or topics you want to hear us talk about or uh, just things you want to send our way. We can also be reached at e- on email at nervesofsteelpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so this is just a preview of what we're going to look into, how we're going to go back and forth, and what we aim to do for you guys. For you and for us. And for us, truly. This is partly a selfish endeavor. Yeah, Embrace all. the selfishness. We did say we were millennials, so... so therefore, <laughs> we are... We're inherently selfish. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, 2018, 2018. Signing off. She's Alex. That's Jill. And we are Nerves of Still. Oh, so good. All right. Bye, nerds. Bye.